0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: I'd give a rat's ass about Twitter.
0: What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Monday edition of the show. Listeners, be warned, Kyle Krabs is in some kind of mood today after, what do we call this, the Miami Miracle? Kyle, welcome to this Victory Monday for you at least. You know what's better than Draft Dudes Podcast? Nothing. 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 Tom Brady
1: being 10 and, or 7 and 10 in his life playing in Miami. Think about that. What else has this division done to derail Tom Brady? Nothing. 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 Well, he's got a losing record in Miami over two decades, thanks in part to a two-lateral play called Boise, which I don't find to be a coincidence for the fact that I'm a big Brett Rippin stan. And their lateral play to beat the Patriots is called Boise. And they win 34-33 to on the last play of the game, despite Adam Gase punting the ball back, facing a fourth and four down two points in the final minutes of the game, which I find foolish. It's how they lost the Colts game. He did the same thing. But here we are. And now, bless them, I'm fired up about Miami Dolphins football in December.
0: Mm dangerous thing right (laughs) because yes it it is this has been quite the year to follow you and your affections good or bad towards the miami dolphins and uh three games to play right seven and six there's the two just win one you just want to yeah well no you gotta go i don't want a losing record no forget to play because
1: we're gonna get embarrassed we're gonna go play
0: No, this is what you need. This is what the world needs, Kyle. We need the Miami Dolphins in the playoffs. And we need, a, we need them to go to Pittsburgh.
1: Oh, so <laughs> me and John
0: can just have, like, super depressed tweets back and forth oh, the whole game? My timeline needs it. My timeline needs that. Um, yeah, no, I think, uh, I don't know. Look, it's the Colts, Titans, Ravens, and Dolphins. All of them are 7-6. and six. Two are getting in two aren't right that's kind of where we're at with this afc playoff picture you're right there you said you got the jaguars bills and who to close the season vikings vikings yeah go win two out of three and give yourself a chance you know right there you know
1: who's you know who's sneaky to watch right now uh who? the steelers they're gonna play over the next two weeks they have to play the patriots and the saints
0: well, and that could—that's a big deal because that could put <laughs> that could put Baltimore as the division winner there, and put the Pittsburgh could. Steelers in the wild card mix, if not out. Right, like they could do, easily get yeah. two more losses, so, and then they
1: play your Bengals to close the season.
0: Well, look, Jeff Driscoll and my Bengals here. Um, yeah, no, it, that would be that would be quite the loss, right? If it, if it's a win and in an situation, and Pittsburgh can't get it done against the draft. Driscoll-led Bengals? Then they
1: they don't deserve to make the playoffs it's that at that point anyway. It's
0: that simple. Yep. It's that simple. Correct. Uh, but Correct. it's fun, right? It's three weeks to go. We've got good wild card races going on in both conferences. We've got uh, this eh, – like Dallas is going to win the NFC East it looks like. Uh, you know,
1: I think they clinch next week with a win. So, there's oh really?
0: That. Well, they got they took two against the Eagles this year, man, and the Eagles all of a yeah, sudden that's they've got a holes. yeah, it's a backbreaker. Yeah, all the stuff Peterson did last year just not working this year, and that, you know looks like they've got holes in that defense right now. And uh, um, it's uh, look, enjoy the Super Bowl win there for you, Eagles fans. You got one, and it's going to be not this year until uh, you're back. So, we'll you see.
1: know what though, I would I would pay that penance. If you gave me a Super Bowl win, like, I would endure, like, five years of just straight misery. Are you kidding me? Because I'd be like, you know what?
0: At least I had 2017. (laughs) That's what I'm hoping for, Kyle. Right. That's that's the plan for me. I'm not asking for a Patriots run or even a Steelers run. I just want to win one. And then... I don't care. All I bets
1: are off, you know? We're playing with house money after one Super Bowl win in our <laughs> lifetime.
0: Kyle, you just want your team to have a winning record. That's what we talked about in the pre-show. I, not kidding. even a winning record. You want eight I just wins. don't want a
1: losing record. Give me eight. Oh, Give man. Give me eight. The expectations. i got to sit there for, for eight months and think about, wow, my team's a losing football team.
0: Yeah, well. That's, I don't want it. That'll I, don't want be it. Me. I need one win. That'll be me, but I don't want to talk about me today. I want to talk about bowl games.
1: The bowls. The, bowls. The, the, the bowls. Tell us the competition
0: is here. Let's go talk about it.
1: Yeah, we're going to throw the gauntlet down right now as Draft Dudes listeners. Uh, we are doing this again. We did it last year with NDT Scouting. We're doing it again this year for the Draft Network. We're doing the Bowl Pick'em. If you think you are smarter than us and everybody at the Draft Network, this is your chance to prove it. You can sign up for the ESPN sponsored Capital One Bowl Mania. The Draft Network has their own Pick'em group with confidence points. That you can sign up for, and if you beat every single member of the staff, I would like to repeat, you have to beat every single member of the staff, you can be entered into a drawing to win some Draft Network swag. We got t-shirts, long-sleeve t-shirts, we got hats. Uh, I think that's where I'm capping... What you are able to get, so you're not going to get like the $100 backpacks or <laughs> anything like that, and I'm sorry for that. that's reserved for employees only. But you can get a T-shirt, sweatshirt, hat. Who knows? But you got to win to be entered into the drawing to do so. So obviously the way it works is you have the full slate. you have to pick each and every game and rank them with confidence points on how confident you are based on the results. And if you have the high score or if you beat every member of the staff after the national championship game, you're entered in the drawing. So, Joe, what we want to do today is we want to talk about this bowl slate because there's some interesting games on the schedule. Obviously, the dynamics are a little bit different because you have some players who are electing to sit out their bowl games like Nikhil Harry and Will Greer and Yanni Kajust and uh, Debo Samuel. And obviously, those those kind of hurt the allure of some of these bowls. But at the same time, there are no shortage of showcases of talent for the 2019 NFL Draft, based on the players that we know are playing, and uh, especially the college football playoff.
0: Yeah, and quick uh, little additional point there. We it is our goal very soon for you to be able to purchase Draft Network gear, uh, but not yet, not way yet. So the only way to get it is to win this bowl competition. But uh, correct. All right, Kyle, let's talk about these bowl games. Obviously, our goal here is to kind of bring an NFL draft slant to this, and the one that pops, I think, uh, the most obvious, is Ohio State-Washington, Dwayne Haskins' potential QB1 going up against this Washington defense that features Byron Murphy and Taylor Rapp in that secondary, Ben Irvin, lots of good defensive players, but specifically Dwayne Haskins, right? How does he look against, uh, well, Michigan's defense – was good they that didn't matter right he hung 60 on him uh but uh washington will be a a good challenge i think um i think it could be defining it sounds like he's out on his way out it looks like he's going to be in this draft class but he's going to want to go out on a high note and and if he if he cuts up this washington defense like he did michigan and and pretty much every defense he faced all year long every test tcu was supposed to be a big test right and he rose to that occasion as well so i'm really excited to see him Go up against Washington's defense, Ben uh, Byron Murphy specifically. We've talked about him a bit here in recent times about how he's probably the best corner in this class. He'll have some There's good no matchups. Probably. Well, look, Paris Campbell, K.J. Hill are two good wide receiver prospects that present different skill sets. So we've got – I think that passing – that Ohio State passing offense versus Washington secondary is, is right now, boom, that's the one that has the sirens going off when I look at this bowl slate.
2: Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and it's only fitting that this important interruption is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Have you thought about what you're getting your loved one this year? Or maybe you want to give the gift of sweet-smelling grundle bliss to your partner. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Whether you're the only one who gets to see what's going on down there, or you're one of many— Do you, your partner, and everyone else a favor and introduce yourself to this revolutionary company. Manscaped just launched their brand new Perfect Package. Inside the Manscaped Perfect Package, you'll find their lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, which features skin-safe technology and will prevent you or your man from cutting his nuts. Speaking of smelling nice, let's be real. No one wants to carry around that locker room smell with them. That's why I am thankful for the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. These products keep your crotchal region from sweating, smelling, and sticking. The perfect package will also come with a pair of Manscaped boxer briefs, And guess who else will thank you? Your balls will thank you. 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code locked on at manscape.com.
1: Right. I think that's the premier showcase right now. But there is another game that will have at least two high profile showcases, and that is Oklahoma versus Alabama, one of the college football playoff semifinals. Kyler Murray versus Deontay Thompson. I think is a specific one guy on each side of the ball that I'm looking forward to watching. And then if you expand that to the Oklahoma offensive line versus the Alabama front seven. Holy cow. There's a lot to watch when the Sooners have the football. Kyler Murphy won the Heisman Trophy. Congratulations. Wouldn't be my vote, <laughs> but nonetheless had a great season. Joe, how's it feel to be able to say that you saw a Heisman Trophy winning player in person for the second time in three seasons?
0: Who are the other? Who are the other ones? I you don't, saw you saw Lamar. Oh yeah. Uh, who okay? Who won it last year? Baker. I, oh, I didn't yeah. see Baker. Nah, yeah. Me bowl. neither. Right and, man. All right. I'm two out of three.
1: Same. So that means in 2020, we have to carefully review our schedule <laughs> because we will be due to see another Heisman Trophy winner in 2020. Um, but the Oklahoma offensive line. Bobby Evans, left tackle; Ben Powers, left guard; Drew Samia, right guard; and Cody Ford, right tackle, against Isaiah Bugs, Rayquan Davis, Quentin Williams, Anthony Jennings, Mac Wilson, who may or may not be in. He's kind of teasing that he's coming back, and Christian Miller. Uh, that's that's almost the entire offensive line against the entire front seven for Alabama. It's one of those things where there's almost too much to watch, and that's a good thing because. You know, when Alabama has the ball, I'm expecting hot knife through butter, right? They're just going to slice through them. Oklahoma's got nobody on defense of any note whatsoever. So when Oklahoma has the football, that's where the entertainment value in this game is going to be. And there's a lot of heavyweight battles that are going to go on in this football game. So that semifinal game for me really checks boxes as far as. Yes, there's sexy matchups in here. Obviously, Kyler Murray and, and what he ends up doing with football versus baseball, blah, 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 against Deontay Thompson, who I think is the, the premier safety prospect in this year's class as far as eligible prospects. Uh, that cat and mouse as far as Kyler likes to push the ball down the field and his ability to kind of get off of his platform and, and scramble and create yardages man-to-man and, and Thompson playing uh, single high safety or deep third coverage. He's going to be responsible for covering some of that if if Murray flushes. So a lot of opportunities for NFL draft prospects for 2019 to overlap each other in this year's uh, semifinal.
0: Uh, I like this one, Kyle. Mississippi State versus Iowa, specifically for the tight end, T.J. Hawkinson. Noah Fant is not playing in this game. And T.J. Hawkinson, redshirt sophomore, really exciting player in terms of his balance skill set as a blocker and as a receiver. And assuming everybody that we know right now is playing outside of Noah Fant, he's going to have some really nice opportunities. Number one, to to block against Montez Sweat, who uh, you could you can have your concerns about his upside as a pass rusher, but I think he's a really outstanding run defender. And there's some, going to be some good battles between the two of them, uh, where where Hawkinson's going to try to create some space, and Sweat's going to need to set the edge, and uh, that that'll be a really good test. And then in, in uh, When he's going out for routes, he should get some looks against uh, Jonathan Abrams, safety there for Mississippi State, who is a really physical player uh, and a player that maybe not super fluid, not necessarily a great coverage guy, but it's big for him in that he could show well against Hawkinson and maybe force us to take a deeper look, and also for Hawkinson to really make some plays as, as, you know, look – I think that Iowa's probably struggled a lot this year to get both Ho- Fant and Hawkinson going. Well, we don't. That's it. We don't have to deal with it. Just Hawkinson, and I think this could be a big time showcase game for him. Uh, in what looks to be maybe a you know a guy that could be added to the mix, even though he's just a redshirt sophomore.
1: Man, listen. I hope some of these redshirt sophomores come out. You know, we've got Byron Murphy. Yeah, it's a redshirt sophomore. Hawkinson, it's a redshirt sophomore. Uh, Tyler Beatis from Wisconsin is a redshirt sophomore. There's like, Haskins. there's some po- uh, Dwayne Haskins. There are s- potentially, you know, four or five top twenty-five prospects in this year's class that are redshirt sophomores. If they want it, if they want to come out. We don't know if they will. But Joe, as I'm looking through this slate, you know, another matchup that really entices me as far as prospects. What you got? Georgia and Texas because yep. you have DeAndre Baker. Against Lil Jordan Humphrey and Colin Johnson, so regardless of how Texas chooses to line up, you're probably going to get Baker in alignment against one of those guys for a vast majority of the plays in the game, and that's big because Baker is a guy who the questions were are from him are kind of similar to what you had. Uh, who was the Iowa corner from two years ago? I can't believe uh, I can't King, remember his name off King. the top of my head. Desmond King. King. Yes, thank you. Desmond King, it was like, okay, can he turn and run with people? Well, that's kind of the same question that we have with DeAndre Baker. And he's had two straight seasons now where he has played lights out football. Like he's had a great season this year. Well, we're going to get a chance to watch him try to turn and run when he's matched up on Lil Jordan Humphrey. And then we're going to watch him kind of try and bang with Colin Johnson, who's much more of a powerful size receiver when he's drawn that player in assignment. So Baker's going to have his hands full because he's going to have to wear a couple different hats. If he's going to negate both of these guys as they're given to him in assignments. And I think that's a really fun dynamic to add to this game on top of Georgia and Texas being good football teams this year.
0: This is NFL under review, local experts on the biggest NFL stories. Kyle, I got a low-key one that maybe people aren't thinking about, but there's some matchups on the perimeter in the Belk Bowl, South Carolina-Virginia, that excite me a lot. I know we don't get Debo Samuel in this game, but what we do have, Brian Edwards, South Carolina wide receiver, going up against Bryce Hall, Virginia corner. And You guys have heard me talk about Bryce Hall and saw me write and tweet about Bryce Hall all year long. And I think this is a really exciting showcase. I thought he played really well against Kelvin Harmon, and now he's got another big-bodied receiver here in Brian Edwards to go up against. Uh, and I think that could be a – look, I, I like Bryce a ton, and I think that Edwards has a lot of upside. But I think that this is the type of matchup that that Hull can really dominate and, and use his physicality. And, you know, I think that Jake Bentley will take some chances in one-on-ones, and you'll be able to see – uh, how exciting Bryce Hall's ball skills are, and how how competitive he is at the catch point, especially with Debo Samuel out. You got to think, think that uh, a lot of those those looks are going to go right to Brian Edwards. So I think you're going to see some some chances there at the catch point, and I can think you're going to see Bryce Hall really really make a statement, and 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 maybe even Brian Edwards. He's a guy that's really talented, but um, yeah, he's had a hard time being consistent producer. With kind of the bad quarterback play that that you get with Jake Bentley, but uh, I think that's going to be a good one-on-one matchup to watch. And then on the other side, you got Virginia wide receiver Alameda Zacchaeus who's a little slot guy, but he's super fun to watch. Like he's super competitive. He's a good route runner. He can carry the football. He can do a lot of different things from the slot. And you got to think that he's going to get some chances to go up against uh, Rashad Fenton, who's South Carolina cornerback that's been. a a major part of their secondary for a lot of years now, who I think he's got the type of uh, physicality, the type of foot speed to be able to match Zacchaeus. But I've always had a lot of questions about Fenton as a processor and his ability to mirror and stay connected because of maybe some modest ability to mirror routes and anticipate breaks. So I think you have a really big opportunity here for, for Fenton to, Maybe make some noise by, by playing well against Zacchaeus, but then also for Zacchaeus to kind of take advantage of some of the concerns that I have with Fenton and have a big statement game. I mean, he's rewritten the record books for Virginia receivers, and uh, I think that he can build a lot of momentum for him going into the, the draft process and maybe Kira's name called as a day three pick as a slot-type weapon at the, at the next level for Zacchaeus in April.
1: Listen, what would an episode of Draft Dudes be if I didn't mention Brett Ripon?
0: Uh wouldn't be one.
1: And they're they're playing Boston College. Yep. And this is a great test for Brett Rippin because Boston College has a secondary. that has got a couple of senior safeties in Lucas Dennis mm-hmm. and Will Harris. And they've also got a corner in Ham Cheevers, who's an underclassman, but he's eligible. And those three guys have combined for nine interceptions this year out of a total of 18 that Boston College has tallied as a team. You add in pass rushers Wyatt Ray and Zach Allen – there's a lot of NFL talent on that Boston College defense that Brett Rippon's going to have a chance to showcase himself about for whatever reason. Rippin hasn't generated any momentum. He's accepted an invite to the Shrine game, so we know he's got an all-star game under his belt, and that'll be great. But in his career at Boise State, Brett Rippon has played seven games against Power Five opponents. Virginia twice. Washington State, Oregon State, Baylor, Oregon, and Oklahoma State. In those games, he's averaged 310 passing yards per game and has 11 touchdowns versus 7 interceptions. Here's one more chance to put another notch under your belt against a team that's got four or five NFL-caliber defenders on it. Go out there and light them up. And you're really going to hopefully force people to pay attention. Last year, they beat... Oregon in the bowl game, and he out Justin Herbert. Herbert threw a couple interceptions in that game. I believe he threw a pick six in that game. So rippin has got a chance now to go out with a bang against a couple potent pass rushers and a couple of hawks in the secondary from a Power 5 conference.
0: Do you think this is a Jimmy G thing here with Brett Rippin, where you know Jimmy G went to the Shrine game, similar type situation, not necessarily quite as small as Eastern Illinois, but like – what what's what's the oversight like if you have to take like a, a hard look at rippin and what what is keeping him from being touted by everyone as as a top senior quarterback why is he being overlooked for the senior bowl, Kyle i there's got to be something have, like, like
1: i would have to assume like you just haven't watched him that closely in 2018 wow because his 2017 film was not great I was very underwhelmed by it. I know there were some, like Ben Solak was a fan over the summertime. And I watched four games and I was like, this kid's all right. Like, there's nothing special about it. Like, I don't see the ball really pop off his hands. He's turned everything up this year. Everything is amplified and everything is better. And I'm really drawn to that because you know who did that last year? And I'm not making a comparison in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Yeah. Because I came into Baker senior year and I was like, all right, like, Baker's probably like an early day three guy, and then everything clicked. And it's like, wow, okay, like this guy took the next step in his game. And that's, I think, a really important step to make when you're a guy who's not going to check all the prototype boxes. And Rippen's kind of that same guy where he's, he's a little lean, he's not prototypical size, and he doesn't have a cannon necessarily. But I'm seeing the ball pop off his hands cleaner. I think he's making better decisions with the football. He's pushing the ball all over the field. And I, I just think he's taken that next step in his game this year, and it, it really is prominent when you watch 2017 film versus 2018 film that this is a different football player. And if he's not getting any momentum, I'm, I guess that's my my question is, do, do people believe 2017 is who he really is? Or have we not looked closely at 2018?
0: Yeah, it's interesting because you've seen some of these national scouting services that – you know, kind of put these grades on guys going into the season, and it seems like a lot of that's very much valued uh, throughout the course of the season. Right, but right, it is. Uh, man, I don't know, man. I, I've watched a couple games of him. I haven't done the deep dive like you have, but I, I also have been impressed, and, I, and especially when you think about guys like Clayton Thorson and, and Trace McSorley being senior bowl quarterbacks, and we have a spot open, and it seems like that's kind of reserved for Daniel Jones, right? I, I just... I feel like we're missing something here. And maybe maybe there's a marketing aspect to this, um, a little bit maybe with the Trace McSorley thing and, you know, kid from Idaho, uh, maybe not quite the appeal for Mobile, Alabama. But I I do think we're missing out on having one of the best eight senior quarterbacks in, the, in, in at the Senior Bowl.
1: Any of the bowl
0: matchups stand out to you? Well, you know, I try to, you know, I could, we could talk about Clemson, Notre Dame. We, we, and we will. We'll talk about all these things, but I, I kind of wanted to bring some of the maybe low key stuff to the table with, with my options outside of obviously leading off with Haskins. So, you know, we'll talk about this, of course, over the next few weeks. And, um, I'm good. I'm good with what I brought to the table today.
1: Well, bless him, Joe. I'm good too. Any victory Monday is a good Monday for me.
0: Oh, yeah. Thank you.
1: Oh boy, threw him on right under the bus there. Looking folks. forward
0: to uh, Will Greer, Josh Allen one point next week, next year. Who's okay. got Will Greer? Uh, maybe you, maybe the Miami Dolphins, Kyle.
1: You know, I wouldn't hate it. It just depends on the the valuation there. So you are not going to rain on my parade right now, as much as you may try. And you are especially fun. not going to rain on my parade because we have takes on takes tomorrow on the show. So if you guys listening have any last minute hot takes. Please do keep in mind, we record this on Monday afternoons. So if you don't get them in ASAP, odds are we're going to miss you this week. You can't take it personally if we miss you because we collect them at a certain point and then we record. But that is not to deter you from entering your hot takes regardless. With the hashtag takes on takes, Joe is at the Joe Marino. I am at grinding the tape. Send them in. We love all kinds of hot takes regardless of how hot or lukewarm you may feel that they are. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's episode of The Draft Dudes. I'm Kyle Krabs with Joe Marino, and we'll talk to with you guys tomorrow.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you.